A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. 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 Ish. What just happened? Hey guys, welcome to Swiftish. It's Shelby and Ashley. Yes, it's episode six. Yes, which I feel like it's very fitting because Taylor has these six oh, albums right. that she doesn't own master to. Yeah. Oh man, I know. We had talked about doing like a throwback song review for like one of the Jonas songs or maybe fifteen, mm. but then. This all happened. It's such big news. (laughs) I'm going to let you finish there. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) Let me talk. (laughs) Yeah. But we're excited. We're in person. We're talking about all this this drama, this news, Mm. this uh, whatever you want to refer to it as. But Taylor has had a big week. And um, it's giving us 2016 war flashbacks. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It's like, of course, it's, we can't have a nice summer. It has to be a cruel summer. I know. <laughs> That's what I was thinking when I, all this like stuff exploded. I was like, oh, what a cruel summer. Yeah. It's like she was. She knew what was going to happen. Yeah. She knew something was coming up mm-hmm. because you know the past three years she's been in negotiations with right. Big Machine. Scott has been trying to sell Big Machine since 2011. Mm-hmm. Like, she... Since 2011, she didn't know where her future lied. Right. So, and then I think, like, when they were in negotiations, when her contract was coming up, she knew, like, oh, he's he's gonna sell this. Yeah. And so she was trying to get her master's. Mm-hmm. And she couldn't. Poor baby. I know. So much to unpack, but we figured mm-hmm. we'd start with a quick overview mm-hmm. of everything that happened this week, because it was all at once. It was a big storm. And it was really interesting that it all began on a Sunday. Yeah. Because those things don't really... Big announcements oh, on yeah. Sundays <laughs> don't really collide. It was trying. It's kind of like they were trying to stay under the radar. Mm, but let's go true. into what was announced. Yeah, because we were just... Yeah. We were just hanging out. Didn't my know what was house. going on. <laughs> and then, I guess, so news broke Sunday that um, Scott Borchetta of Big Machines had sold to Scooter Braun. Um, who represents Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber. Used to represent Carly Kloss and Padre. Yeah, so he's a big name in the music industry. Um, So that that deal was announced. I hadn't heard about it because, yeah, like you said, it was Sunday. Like, who's checking to see Mm -hmm. music news? I know. I texted you, and I was like, poor Taylor. And you're like, what? You're like, wait. And I was shocked, you guys. Because usually (laughs) Shelby knows, like, instantly what happened. It was my day off. I was you know, zinned out, but <laughs> no rest for the wicked. Because then the the news really took off when Taylor took to Tumblr for like a long form essay mm. where she discussed this news, shared her feelings and the sense of betrayal she had over Scott selling to someone she sees as sort of a enemy. A bully? Just, yeah, a bully. And she referenced the 2016 Kim Ye drama when Justin Bieber had taken a photo with Scooter and Kanye and was just like, hey, Taylor, what's up? After the Snapchat gate. Mm-hmm. And that had hurt her feelings, she said. And then Scooter also was involved in the famous music video, which, of course, featured a naked Taylor Swift next yeah. to Kanye. And Taylor has never spoken She's about never it. Addressed She's it. never addressed it. We never knew what was going on. We talked about it in the podcast right. when it happened. Right? Yeah. Oh, I, how's Taylor doing? Yeah. Yeah, not well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it hurts, you know. That's a that's a cut that goes deep. But 
Anyway, she posted this essay. Immediately, news stories erupted. Everyone had an opinion. Everyone. Everyone. People we didn't even ask, like Demi Lovato. <laughs> yeah. Who knew she would be involved? Um, but I guess the bigger ones was um, Justin Bieber. Which I could see Justin Bieber posting. Right. Well, first of all, I'm sure Scooter told him to. But his name was brought up. Right. So his he, photo, his bully, he, quote unquote. He posted. Yeah. It's, he apologized. Let's not talk about that right yeah. now. It makes me mad. I know. Ugh. So he did this little, like, smarmy apology, but also you're in the wrong, Taylor. Scooter's a nice you guy You need to post. calm down, yeah. Taylor. <laughs> yeah. And then people were responding to his post. It got all messy. And then Scooter's wife, Yael, Yael? Oh, do you, do you not know who she is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I only know that because I worked with someone named oh, Yael. Okay. <laughs> she made a post that was like, I don't like to air dirty laundry and we've never been bullies, but Taylor Swift, you're throwing a temper tantrum and you drop friends like wilted flowers and was just really nasty about it. You must really like Taylor Swift's work because that kind of sounds very reminiscent right. of like a certain poem she wrote. Yes. And so... Um, she posted, people liked that post, Swifties were, like, freaking out about who was following who, who was unfollowing who, um... Who was liking what? Yes. Yeah. Because Taylor... Yeah, Taylor was very active on Tumblr, just liking really, like, pretty outspoken comments about, like, Justin Bieber's a cheater, Scooter Mm. is a douche, like, she Mm. was not holding back. It was wild to see her click that like button. And we can talk about this later. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about... We, we can talk about that Ooh, a little bit later. Yeah. When we talk about Yael's Okay, yeah. And so... And then We Stand With Taylor was trending on Twitter. And then Scott mm. came out with mm. his mm. rebuttal, which was on his blog. And he was, like, trying to prove Taylor wrong on all her points. And so that was a whole thing, which also sent everyone in a tizzy. Um, and then... Demi Lovato posted for some reason on both Todrick's Instagram and on her personal. And it was just like, who asked you? She seemed to think someone did. She's like this, okay, she's like this that I got to like a couple weeks ago. I didn't ask for it. I didn't want it. And now it's there and it won't go away. And it's killing yeah. me. And it's just, it's, it's full annoying. Of crap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Annoying to deal with. But I mean, it was all just one crazy night. Taylor hasn't said anything since. There's been a few, like, you know, Scooter's supposedly trying to reach out. There's been a few Mm -hmm. statements from her lawyers or whatever. Yeah. But basically, the news stories are just, like, coming out. Everyone has a side. Everyone has a theory. And that's kind of the general overview of what all went down. That's where we're at right now. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, when did you discover this? How did you... Did you, how did you so read I was, about it? I was already really, really frustrated because I, we have tenants moving into our townhouse right now oh, okay. and you know, we had a cleaning service come in, everything. So I was there day before they moved in, cleaning service didn't clean anything that oh, they shut up. No. So I was like scrubbing my oven, no. I was really mad. And then I took a break for like five minutes and I checked Uh-oh. my tumblr and i saw that and then i checked my instagram and i checked this and i checked that and i because i had i'd seen um 
I'd seen posts about it, like, earlier in the morning about this deal between right. Big Machine and Scooter acquiring Taylor Swift's Masters. Wasn't really sure what that meant for Taylor. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know how Taylor felt about Scooter. Right. And I didn't put the two and two together, like, oh, Scooter manages Kanye. Because I didn't really, I knew who Scooter was. I didn't really know. Right. I just knew his name. Like, yeah. he discovered Justin Bieber. He's Ariana Grande's. Like, all that stuff. And then I was like, okay. But then flash forward when Taylor posts that, I was like, and I just read it. And I Lance was down there with me and I read the whole thing to Lance. And he was like, oh, <laughs> and it's yeah. just And then everything just erupted. Like yeah. People were commenting on Scooter's um, post. People were, not post, but his, um, yeah, I think. Did he post about it? Or did he just do he, his story? He had done a story that, he reposted a friend's story that was like, when your friend buys Taylor mm. Swift. Yeah, so yeah, people were coming for Scooter and yeah. Scott online. Yeah. Um, but that's what then I texted you. <laughs> and then I had to, yeah. I mean, I just fell down this rabbit hole of like, yeah. tweets, opinions, stories. It was wild. It was crazy. Just people were like, instantly divided. Yeah. And it kind of reminded me a little bit, and I had this theory last episode of, I think it was dancing in the rain or singing in the rain theory with the, the me music oh, video yeah. about how like, you know, standing up to Hollywood, don't do right. what Hollywood always tells you to do. And I just kind of like, Oh, like I don't necessarily go, they tie high hand in hand. Right. But I was like, okay. I was like, Taylor is like trying to stop something that's normal of Hollywood right. and trying to correct it so that it benefits the artist. It's not just Hollywood making mm-hmm. all the money. Right. Which has yeah. sort of been her MO. Like the last oh, long yeah. form letter she wrote on Tumblr was to Apple about mm-hmm. the royalties for musicians during that new streaming deal and she got some flack for that but ultimately people were like yeah I guess it's cool she's standing up for the little guy yeah, and, and it she worked yeah exactly she she has the power to make it work and then when she signed with um, her new deal she made sure that it included like a policy for smaller artists so mm-hmm. she's always kind of had that in her pocket it's interesting though a lot of people are reading this not as like oh, she's trying to help change the industry. They're like, oh, she's throwing a temper tantrum. Mm. (laughs) But I figured we should maybe break down, like, what are masters? What's this deal exactly? Because I think a lot of people were confused about what it means for Taylor, what it is. is, And it is confusing because, Mm -hmm. like, basically, you know, Scott bought... Um, Scooter, sorry, his real name's Scott. <laughs> Scooter bought a big machine for $300 million, and now it's a part of his Ithaca Holdings LLC company. And a fun fact there, Latham & Watkins re- represents Ithaca Holdings, and my husband just quit last year at uh, Latham oh. & Watkins, so he could have... Could he have been oh. on the deal? Probably not, because he's not LA-based. But that was yeah. a fun fact in my life last week. As a scooter, yeah, as we said, he manages huge stars. He's owned his, he owns his own media company specializing in marketing, talent management, television and film production. Mm. So he has this huge umbrella right. already. And so it's under his ethical holdings um, okay. business as well. It's like an LLC. It kind of like owns all right. these different companies. And so it's going to be interesting to have... Like labels and managers right. and all these people under the same, same umbrella because right. it makes me wonder like if you haven't if if I discover Shelby she's like this great podcaster yeah. I want to put her <laughs> you know I want to like you know put her on YouTube and skyrocket uh-huh. her fame but if I'm gonna sign you Shelby you have to have 
use my manager, right. use my PR team, use my label company, use my, 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 my. So yeah. who's looking out for you? Yeah, like who's loyalty? That was one other thing after the big like shock of what's happening with Taylor Swift. I'm like, oh my gosh, what does this deal mean right. for everybody? So there's that. I'm So, you know, he's, like we said, he's represented Carly Kloss before. And have you heard of um, any rumors about Carly Kloss and why mm-hmm. Taylor Swift and her are no longer yeah. friends? I mean, yeah. um, what's his face? Uh, Perez. I, Perez Hilton. I listened to his video yesterday. Yeah. He's so boring. I know. I was like, just get to the point. <laughs> I also, yesterday, last night, listened to Lauren Lipland. Lip- Lipman's video. I didn't know who she was until like a month ago. She's a huge uh, YouTube star and she has Tuesday, Taylor Tuesday. So last oh. night on Wednesday, I listened to it. And I like her because she's like, boom, 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 boom. Right. She's very energetic <laughs> and she's talking about stuff. But Perez is so boring. And so finally he got to the part where, like we said, Carly and um, Lovely Scooter, he used to manage her. Right. So what? And he was at her wedding. He was at her wedding. Mm-hmm. Taylor wasn't mm-hmm. at either of them. Yeah. So they were saying that, like, not vindictively, but Carly was telling Scooter stuff about Taylor Swift and her career. Taylor found out. That is why we can't yeah. have nice things. Like that <laughs> yeah. friendship. So there is also that. Um, so what this acquisition means is mm-hmm. now he owns all of Taylor Swift's masters. So... I don't know exactly because we don't know. We haven't. Like I don't. Deal, I haven't read her. Like, right. I haven't read her contract with Big Machine or anything like that. But sometimes that also means songs that you recorded for other works. So okay. we have both of us. We have. Right. Um, I don't want to live forever. So we have those. So that might be. That might not be. We don't know. Right. Because we don't know the contract. Maybe yeah. some of you guys do, but that could be it. Um. So a master is the first recording of a song, and it's used from there to make copies of it mm-hmm. and in traditional record deals when an artist signs away their master rights you know the, the rights to their recordings the record label will either like have a, a like a set period of time or length of a copyright that like they get to hold on to in return the label provides the artist with money up front right. you know and then the artist also gets royalties because they yeah. wrote it they wrote it so that's their copyright they have like a writing copyright the publishing the rights, publishing yeah. rights to that and the the um, label has more of like the distributing rights, right. what they could do with the recordings. Right. So there's that. So Taylor Swift, you guys, still stream Taylor. Like everyone's <laughs> yeah. saying, like don't stream Taylor Swift songs. So Scooter's gonna get money. Like I heard a rumor that it's only thirty percent that he's gonna get. But if you stop streaming Taylor, she's not gonna be able to get. I think like the artists of the decade or century or whatever. Oh, like okay. she'll go down the billboards. Like we right. still want her up there. Yeah. She's still gonna get and rewards. still her music. Like, yeah. She's still proud of her six exactly. Albums. She's it's just like... very sad. Of, whose hands it right. is in. And we'll get yeah. into that later. But, you know, basically owning your own master records, you get you keep creative control and you're free to release your music however and wherever, whenever you want. Right. For example, the Beatles had mm. this huge, like, big blowout with Michael Jackson. Yeah. It was like 1982, they got together and they recorded some stuff and Paul McCartney was Paul McCartney, you guys. The Beatles. <laughs> um, very lover-esque era. I've been pulling those two together. Yeah. But Michael Jackson and Paul were friends and they were recording songs together and he was kind of mentoring Michael and kind of was telling Michael, ironically, how lucrative it is to own other artists' um, mm. like catalog and right. masters. And Michael Jackson joked around. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to buy yours one day. I'm going to buy yours one day. And he, I'm like, Paul thought he was joking. And lo and behold, 
I think a few years of all of this, Paul had lost his stake in like the label company that he was at. So that means he lost like his catalog rights and he was fighting for them. He wanted them, but he couldn't, he didn't have like the money to buy them. Right. 1985, Michael Jackson buys them from ATV, which is now Sony. Yeah. And like this, and like the, it didn't get blown up in the media because there wasn't social media. Right. And like the one thing that um, he did say was, you know, Paul McCartney to uh, Michael Jackson was, I think it's dodgy to do something like that, to be someone's friend and then buy the rug they're standing on. In our case, I think it's dodgy to do something like that to, you know, sell out the rug right. that someone's standing on. Right. And so, like, Paul was, he wasn't getting, like, a lot of the royalties. He pinned so much of the Beatles songs. Right. So, like, I don't know how their contract was, but I was reading an article where he, was, he wasn't getting the money he should have. And he even asked Michael Jackson, like, can you pay me more? I'm making you so much more money. Mm-hmm. And something that Michael Jackson did that the Beatles didn't want to do was commercialize their music. They right. did not want to commercialize their music at all. So, like, they, of course, they, they didn't want to go towards any advertising, any movies, anything right. like that. And that's what Michael Jackson did. <laughs> he commercialized everything. And yeah. he's, you know, and, like, they wanted to buy it. Like, Paul right. McCartney wanted to buy it. He ha- he just didn't have as much money as someone else did. Michael Jackson mm-hmm. outbid him. It was really sad. But finally, in 2017, <laughs> under the... just It's just so ridiculous. Under the copyright of 1976, which allows songwriters to reclaim copyright from their music published 35 years after oh, it was given away. Oh, wow. So, I, I don't know. Yeah, so yeah, other, it's messy. There's so many other things. Like, you also have JoJo, who that happened to. Mm-hmm. And she actually re-recorded her masters. Right. Then you have Prince, you have Kelly Clarkson, you have all these different people yeah, who had these issue. issues with their labels. Mm-hmm. And all these stars were, were small when they started. Right. And so Taylor Swift is, she's like, learn from my mistakes. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah. I know I can't go back in time and fix them. Learn from my mistakes. Right. I'm, trying, I'm trying to have Universal, like, stop that. Right. Because, of course, like, the... Okay, so the label company is putting money on you. They're giving a big chunk right. of money to you to boost your career. Mm-hmm. So they should get something. It should be something in there. Right. They should profit somehow. But in actuality, like, yeah. they're profiting all of it. Like, right. they're not looking out for the artists in the long run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like it's like Taylor says in her post, the thing she was upset at is this, is this idea that Scott could have sold it to her. Yeah. She would have paid money. It's not like she was like, please give me these. I want them. She could have bought probably Big Machine. Right. And And not only her masters, she could have bought the label. But it's like Scott, being a businessman, he made a decision. His label wouldn't be as valuable without Taylor's masters. He knew that. Everyone knew that. Taylor made peace with that she said in her text to him that he posted she that she was fine yeah she peace at last she, you guys peace yeah, at last double peace he made peace with that but the problem is that he then sold it to one of her enemies or whatever without the decency of telling her and without the opportunity to give her the same deal because mm-hmm. you know he offered a deal where she would earn back each master like one album at a time for each new album she gave. And so her issue was more the like manipulation of using her work to make his business profitable oh, mm-hmm. and to make that deal go through instead of respecting the fact that she made Big Machine like mm-hmm. profitable enough to make mm-hmm. this sort of deal. Yeah. And so, I mean, 
reading her letter is kind of sad and you could tell there was a lot of like raw feelings do behind it. Do you want to unpack it? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if we have to read it word for word. Do you want to? Or No. Well, let's okay. just like, because you have in front of you, check out like the key yeah. places. So basically she admits that she knew that if she left Big Machine, she'd lose those masters. And she decided to because she wanted to own her masters going forward. And then she says, some fun facts about today's news. I learned about Scooter Braun's purchase of my master's as it was announced to the world. All I could think about was the incessant manipulative bullying I've received at his hands for years. And then she mentioned some of the Kim and Kanye stuff and says, this is my worst case scenario. This is what happens when you sign a deal at 15 to someone for whom the term loyalty is clearly just a contractual concept. So he's saying when music has value, he means its value is beholden to men who had no part in creating it. So she's talking about this backhand dealing between two dudes who had nothing to do with her writing You Belong With Me, nothing to do with writing Love Story 15, any of it. Those were like, this isn't like a pop song that was created and given to someone. Taylor made the song, made the melodies, wrote the lyrics, and then to have these two guys like just trade them behind her back felt like a betrayal. And so then she's like, she was said again that she wasn't upset that Scott sold. She was upset that she, he sold them to Scooter. Um, and then said, um, made, made note of the fact that she's at a label that believes in her right to own her masters. And she ends by saying, hopefully young artists with musical dreams learn how to better protect themselves in a negotiation. You deserve to own the art you make. And then she says, for a healthier option, Lover will be out August 23rd. Sad and grossed out Taylor. Sad. Mm. And so it was like, I think some people were like, wow, Taylor, like, what are you hoping to get from this? Like, are you trying to bully them into giving you your masters? Are you trying to make a stink? And like, like, this is a business deal. Why are you taking it personally? Mm -hmm. And are you trying to have your fans bully people? (laughs) Right. Yeah. And so it's sort of like, I can see how people think maybe she shouldn't have aired her dirty laundry, so to speak. But it's also like she's allowed to be emotional, yeah, sad, yeah. disturbed, distressed by something and voice concern for this bigger issue, which is she's wrestling with the fact that she made an agreement she didn't fully understand at 15 with yeah. a dude who was like, I believe in you. I believe in your talent. You belong with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people have been saying like, oh, but her, her lawyers are probably looking out for her best interest. Like, there are cases where the lawyers miss stuff. Like, right. with JoJo, JoJo's lawyers didn't necessarily have her best interest in mind. I, you know, and I think maybe... Taylor and everybody were just so excited to be signed. Like, sometimes Mm -hmm. you're so excited to be signed, you're like, yes, this is great. No one else is going to sign me. Yeah, and that's the problem is it's like it is standard for companies to keep the masters. And it is standard to have these very bad sort of shady deals because that's the only, like, the the labels have no reason to be generous because they know they hold the power, especially over young people like Taylor Swift at 14 or 15. Mm -hmm. And so it is like, it's a messy situation. I don't know if Taylor Swift has the same power to change an entire industry like she did with like the Apple Music letter, but it's interesting that she's bringing it up to kind of shed light on it. kicking it it off. Because you have people who have recently left Big Machine because Mm -hmm. of this. And then you have other timeier artists who, when they're making their their deals, they're going to remember this. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe Taylor Swift won't fix anything right now, but in 
five, 10, 15 years, right. artists might be like, yes, I'm worth so much more than this. And yeah. you have to like treat me like I'm going to. Mm-hmm. Invest in my future, not my present right now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I think people were kind of like, wow, that does suck. Sorry, Taylor. Until people started to have opinions. So the first one was obviously Justin Bieber. Which was so weird. Yeah. Because let's, I'm just going to stop right there and tell you when I saw this post, (laughs) I was really shocked because I went to his Instagram account and saw that that was not the recent post he posted. (laughs) And it was Sunday at like afternoon time and he had posted this on Sunday. He had two or three random posts and I was like, what the heck is that? His fashion line. <laughs> Do we this, call it fashion? I didn't, it doesn't look very fashionable. His, like, grunge wear. Yeah, not my kind And of so I kind of was like, how weird. Like, right. obviously, you're only posting to get more traction on your Instagram mm-hmm. page. And more traction. No, he's a gentleman, don't mm-hmm. you know? Okay, Haley. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's dive into this. Yeah. I did not like this. Oh, no. It was, it was the worst part for it me. It was basically a man telling a woman... Your emotions, yeah. your feelings. Stop overreacting. Yeah, stop you overreacting. Understood. I'm gonna. You're throwing this temper tantrum that doesn't even. Okay, <laughs> I did not think that her statement was really thought out. Really, um, it was emotional, but it was deep, and it. I thought it was mature because she right. had said, "I knew this was gonna happen." Right. It wasn't like, "Why did you do yeah, this to me?" Like, Two white you? men suck. Yeah. She. She said yes. This is under my contract. I knew it was going to happen. I'm going to make peace with it. But I don't like it. And here's why. Mm-hmm. And then Justin Bieber comes out with like, we love you. Oh, we I only support the best for you. <laughs> you know, we have nothing negative to say about you. And just kind it's of like, sad. so when you have those two together where they, they have like multiple people who are reacting like that to Taylor, it, like a lot of people are like, oh yeah, like Taylor is throwing a temper. Right. Like, why is she complaining yeah, about all of like, this stuff? Yeah, it's like, oh, Scooter's not that mean. Justin yeah. Bieber said he's not. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> Justin Bieber. But it just... <sighs> and it's weird that the media is like, Justin Bieber apologizes. Because I'm like, are we counting this as an apology? No, like, technically like... he says, sorry for doing that picture that was mean. But then he spends the majority of his text being like, but I wrong. think you're being a drama queen, and also you're being really mean to Scooter, who's, like, a really nice dude. And he has nothing but love yeah. for you, and he wants to support you and be there for you. Yeah. So if you want to have this conversation offline, uh. let me know. <laughs> they brought up, like, in, like even in your yell statement, they yeah. brought up offline. Let's have this conversation offline. Like, they just wanted as to be more. online. Yeah. yeah. As they're online. I know. And then, and people were like, so his wife was like, oh, you're a gentleman Cara Delevingne was like, wow, this is not a gentlemanly thing to do. Like, you're attacking this woman who was never attacking you. She was never bullying you. She was sharing her feelings, and you inserted yourself into the conversation. He could have just stopped it as, wow, Taylor, I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. But no. Yeah, no. And had Scooter had ex- all yes. over it. Because Scooter was like, I'm sure Scooter was like, oh my gosh, this is gold. I can use this to bring in, like, you know, just more shine and light on my artist okay justin you post okay you post blah 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 right and he doesn't he doesn't he looks mature because he's not responding Mm -hmm. but it's like people pointed out and this is interesting to me is the photo in question that justin posted in 2016 was what looks like a facetime between him and kanye and scooter 
and Kanye and Scooter are on the little image and Justin Bieber's the main image. But if any of you guys have iPhones or have FaceTimed, when you're the one calling someone, you're in the little screen and then you're watching someone in the big screen. So fans were like, wait, if he took the screenshot like he says in his quote-unquote apology and they weren't talking about Taylor, then why is it a picture someone would have had to take of him, send to him, and then he would post it with Mm -hmm. that caption? Mm -hmm. So it does seem sort of like impossible that he was like oh yeah I just took a screenshot and I posted it Scooter had nothing to do with it I'm sure Scooter had everything to do with right. it right because it had Kanye in it yeah it had him in it it had Justin in it yeah part of me was thinking though and maybe this was before you could do this you know when you took us when you can take a story um, oh yeah when someone put takes a story and you can reply back right and then your image will be bigger and their image will be smaller right. part of me was like were that was that the issue like oh yeah could that have been like, Gotta do experiments yes. to break it down. Like, in 2016, <laughs> could yeah. you do that? We're gonna message Instagram, find yeah. out. Yeah. Because <laughs> there is some truth there, okay? Like, that's the thing that's most frustrating about people's responses to Taylor, is they're just using, like, persuasive logic to try and spin Taylor's response as the problem, but they're actually, like... They're just telling, like, these half-truths mm-hmm. that make them look a little better. Oh, yeah. And you see that a lot in um, Yale's is first. I, should we unpack that one? Yale, yeah, Yale. I pulled up her Instagram account. Yeah. First of so all... So this is Scooter's wife. I did, did you know who Yale was? No, but, but I mean, but, I can see how a lot of people in the industry would know her because yeah. Scooter's known. But, like, Swifties, like, how, oh, yeah, how did yeah, we yeah. find... How did, I don't know. How did that happen? <laughs> Swifties are just tuned into anytime someone says Taylor. Yeah. They're just... So she posted an Instagram that was like, I don't like to air dirty laundry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But when you tag my husband, (laughs) dot, dot, dot. And she was just basically saying she wanted to get the facts straight. She said that you were given an opportunity to own your master's. You passed. Um, and then she's like, interesting that the man you're so grossed out by believed in you more than you believe in yourself. Ew. Oh my gosh, gross. Yeah, like what does that even mean? Like how does Taylor not believe in herself? She's the one who's like, I am going to do pop. I am going to move mm-hmm. away from country. I am going to call this album 1989. I do believe that reputation will do well. Like it, her history is paved by Taylor Swift, you know? Yeah. Like she's proven that she believes in herself. And maybe maybe Ayala is thinking like, oh, you don't believe in yourself because you passed on owning your records. <laughs> but my husband believed in you and he believes right. he's going to make money off of all of your masters. So well, does, yeah, does he really believe in Taylor Swift or in the money she right. would bring him? Yeah. That's, that's always like that yeah. too. And then she's like, and girl, who are you talking about? Bullying. The world has watched you collect and drop Ugh. friends like wilted flowers. That is so shady. It's mm-hmm. just like, you can't say, oh, I'm against bullying and then say something like that mean spirited. Like, yeah. that is so judgmental and accusatory, which is exactly what bullying is. So it's just like. And this is 2019. Aren't women right. supposed to like stand up for each other? And yeah. And have these women backstabbing. And if she believes that Taylor drops friends, like, like what friends are you talking about? Like, are you talking about Carly? Carly? Like, is that a personal statement? Like, and also it's just like, Taylor has been someone who has kept friends like a very long time. Abby. And yeah. then you have that other friend I don't know who Ashley. just had a baby. Oh, and yeah. Then you, you then you have like, you. she has friends from her childhood right. who she's still super close yeah. with. Industry friends, they, they kind of do come and go. But you see that 
with everybody right. not just taylor it's all situational who you're recording a music video with yeah where you're living like who you're recording a movie with like it it's not just taylor other friends you yes know? and it's and just industry friends exactly and that's sort of something taylor has addressed is that she like wanted all those gal pals and then realized they weren't real relationships and you know she lost everything but then she found something real you know and that's like something she said herself so for you to try and twist that into something that's like negative is like really messed up how old is this woman i don't know know how old she is but then but then she talks about how like oh scooter's just a manager he can't control the actions of other humans (laughs) you don't blame him because kim caught you in a lie yeah and she's like oh it's it's embarrassing um, you know, adults own up to their mistakes. You're not. And I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Which again is just, it's not the issue at hand. And it's weird that they're like, and multiple people do this where they're like, well, Taylor did this bad thing once a while ago. So this must be a bad thing now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Taylor has apologized for the Kimye confusion and like acknowledged that she wasn't fully like she hadn't admitted that there had been a conversation originally but she was like but they didn't mention the thing i took umbrage at which was the bitch thing Mm -hmm. and so the fact that they can pull this up and still use it as like a card in their back pocket is just kind of frustrating i kind of feel like yeah they do have leverage but the leverage taylor swift has like the whole fact that Kanye had a naked, like, undressed mm-hmm. Taylor Swift in his video. Like, yeah. how are people... I don't understand how people aren't, like, addressing that. Right. That's been swept under the rug. Yeah. And, like, why aren't they realizing, Especially like... Especially in the hashtag... Sorry, I interrupted you. Oh, no, no, but no. But in the hashtag MeToo movement that is uh-huh. going on. Like, isn't that uh, degrading somebody? A woman's body right there? Yeah. It's, like, it's... That's, like, something Taylor liked on Tumblr was, like, she called it revenge porn. Well, she didn't. Someone called it revenge porn, and they li- she liked mm-hmm. the post. And it is, like, interesting that that was just never addressed because it was quote-unquote art. But when Taylor's talking about her art, her feelings, her reaction to and something like that. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're just being a baby. Like, grow up, be an adult. And it's like, should that be acceptable? It's weird. It's gross. mm Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm just like reading her I post know, right now. Like so mad. Yeah, and it's been like, oh, this is what she says. Yeah. Lastly, if you if you think he can <laughs> yeah. control his clients, please control your fans. Leave our personal life and kids out of this. <laughs> what? Before I know. Before she posted this, no one was coming for his family. No one was doing anything. So how? I want to. I'd like receipts, Yael, <laughs> of yeah. timestamps of people posting on your your comments his on his instagram post yours post coming for you and your kids right and i like i totally believe that there are crazy swifties mm, out there mm, who mm, take mm, it way too mm, far mm, like i 100 mm, percent think mm, that too often our stan fandoms including swifties can be way too much what and that's where i like come in where taylor was liking so many posts after post after post (laughs) almost encouraging this conversation to keep going on yeah so i do but i do see where that is coming from it's kind of like taylor was encouraging people just to right people like to comment yeah so that i get i get that but she wasn't liking posts that were like, oh my gosh, kill yeah. Scooter, kill this, kill that. <laughs> yeah, like, go in their DMs and tell them, like, dox them, you know? Yeah. And it is, like, it is interesting to think about how Taylor 
she doesn't weaponize Tumblr, but I think Swifties want to be recognized by Taylor. And so their motivation becomes, I have to get noticed. And whereas Taylor's just like, oh, you understand me, like, but then they, it kind of feeds this fire. It's kind of sad. That's, I didn't post anything Uh about, like, on that day about it at all. I was just kind of like sitting in. I was like, I don't want to post stuff to get attention on that day. I right. we did post stuff like we stand with Taylor. We post that kind of stuff, but it wasn't like we were like, did this long blog post right. about it. Just got, kind of like sat there and yeah. let other people get the live. <laughs> Not that we get any. Right. So it was just kind of like, I mean, I could see how as an individual, she's on Tumblr. She's getting um, validation for her feelings. So it's easy to think, like, yes, thank you, you get it. Like, 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 like. Yeah, why would Justin have something to say? Like, why is Yale coming for me? Like, like, what are these people thinking? Like, Mm -hmm. but it's just, like, maybe she needs to understand that that is fueling maybe some more immature Swifties or some people who are like, oh, she wants us to be loud and out there Mm -hmm. and aggressive. Support her. Right. Through any means possible. Yeah. And one thing I thought was interesting was that while Yael and Justin were kind of playing the Taylor Swift's being a victim card, they were in fact playing (laughs) I'm the victim card too. Right. Like, oh, this is what's happening to me. Like, Like, how dare you come from my family and my friends. Yeah. Yeah. And Scooter has done nothing but love and support you. Like they're they're putting Scooter in this victim victim Mm. mode, which is very interesting for people who are like throw Taylor under the bus for being a victim. Mm -hmm. They're not seeing that they're being played by Yaya and Justin. Yeah, and it is like, like, do I believe Scooter's like an evil person? I don't know. I can totally see that maybe Taylor, she's. Those were very intense moments in her life that Scooter happened to be adjacent to. And so that's like very personal to her. I don't know if I believe Scooter spent $300 just to stick it to Taylor. The post that he made about like buying Taylor is gross to me. And And it wasn't his post. Right. It's very important to notice that he probably thought it was funny. Right. Because his friend on his Instagram posted a story that says, when your friend buys Taylor Swift. Yeah. He thought that was funny. Yeah, yeah. It speaks to maybe his immaturity and maybe some broish misogyny, but regardless, like Scooter hasn't had the best track record with like treating his clients well. He made Ariana yeah. um, include a really, really personal ghosting song on her yeah her, um, her CD, and she's even said it's on record. She's like being recorded, being like, I don't want to put it on there, but Scooter is like, oh yeah, no, it's gonna yeah. be, it's gonna be good. Yeah, it's gonna bring in fans. Like, exactly. And he made Justin Bieber continue his tour, even though he was suffering from like depression and mm-hmm. exhaustion, which Justin Bieber has addressed. And maybe it does speak to Scooter that Justin Bieber isn't mad at him, but like Ariana also left him for a year because he was trying to get her to stop dating this dude, and like. She was like, why are you in my life like this? And then he was like, he in stories was like, yeah, we knew my team wanted to go like dirty on her and like start saying things about her and we could have, but we didn't. And she came back to me. And so now whenever she throws, whenever we get in an argument, I'm like, do you want to go back to that? And it's like, that's gross. Like, so that's he, shady. Does he? Ha- so he has like dirt on her. And yeah. that, like, if, if you leave, I'm blackmailing you to stay with right. me. Right. I mean, I don't know if he, I mean, obviously he wouldn't admit that it was blackmailing. I think it was more, he could 
Yeah, he was basically saying he could make life hard for her. He could tell the truth, you know, about... Blackmail. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like he's a great guy in this, and it's not like he's had a perfect track record. Todrick came out and was like, you weren't supporting me. Mm -hmm. You you told me certain things and then never followed through, and I left your label. And other people left, too. Carly Rae Jepsen feels like she might have had better luck with a different single after Call Me Maybe, but he insisted on trying for a Call Me Maybe, too. And so it was like, it's interesting to see other people come out and talk about Scooter, Mm -hmm. but it's almost like, I don't know if that was Taylor's main point, Um, but... That, it wasn't. Yeah. But it got brought up. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the biggest, the biggest thing was Scott Borchetta, who made his blog post that was like, let's, let's get the facts straight, presenting himself as the expert, and and she was just lying. He's not. I know. Which makes me so frustrated. It's a very frustrating read, because it's like, he's basically proving every point she made, Mm -hmm. but he's twisting it to make it seem like she was lying somehow. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, everything that he said, it's like, yeah, Taylor said that. Yeah. yeah okay. Right. Because yeah. he was like, first of all, I sent her a text at 9.47 p.m. And everyone was like, well, she was in London where it's 3 a.m. She's sleeping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, thanks? Like, you just proved that she did wake up to the news with yeah. everyone else. Like, yeah. Part of me thinks... That, so, like, let's start from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. So, he comes out and says that um, all the shareholders were notified oh, yeah. of a call that was happening on right. June 25th. And Taylor's dad, as we know, is a shareholder in um, Big Machine. Mm-hmm. You know, that's... A lot of people say that's one of the reasons why she got her start with Big Machine. Right. It's because her dad helped fund it. Which, I don't care. Like, mm, yeah. thank goodness that yeah. Taylor's <laughs> in my life. Hallelujah. Yeah. And so, like... But one thing that he didn't realize is that yeah he could have been on the call but he wasn't right because i think tree posted and had said that you know he, he conveniently left out the fact that that scott didn't join the call because there was like this really strict nda right um they had to sign so they couldn't say anything so like mm-hmm. scott says like oh you know the lawyer could have said something um scott could have said something 13 management something a producer could have said something but they, but they could i mean i legally. guess they couldn't have <laughs> But they couldn't have. Legally, they were bound. So Scott didn't hop on the call. He had his lawyer hop on the call because he did not want to leave anything away from Taylor. Mm -hmm. Which, bravo. Yeah. Bravo. Because maybe he would have. Right. And it's convenient to leave that Mm -hmm. out. And like Mm -hmm. I've talked to people who aren't the biggest Taylor Swift fans, and they were like, yeah, so she was lying about that. She did know. And it's like, well, if you look into the facts, she did not. She probably knew something was coming up. And she admits that. She knew yeah. that he would sell. Yeah. Everyone has known that Big Machine was going to sell. The issue she had was that it went to Scooter. Who it was sold to. Yeah. And that she wasn't even given the same option to buy her masters. hmm So, very annoying. So, he says he texted her the day before. And then he goes on to say that, I think in a very passive-aggressive way, that Taylor texted him the day before about the news right. of the Universal deal. Yeah. And then basically shares a whole text, uh-huh. which wasn't a bad text at all. She, I know. she was like, if you know me, I'm going to bet on my future rather than my past. Yeah. Because she knew there was nothing she could do. The deal had, had like, run dry. There was nothing they could do. You know, he wanted her to stay in a contract for 10 years. She mm-hmm. wanted to stay in a contract for seven years. We don't know the whole facts. Mm-hmm. But it, it was just, 
it was just really sad. It, and so I kind of thought that was passive aggressive of him. Right. To be like, well, Taylor yeah. said, um, she gave me 24 she gave hours. She gave me 24 hour notice. So I gave her 24 yeah. hour notice. I rolled. <laughs> yeah. Eye. And he does. He's like, look at the deal I promised her. We had been talking about this. We almost had it signed. I was going to give her rights to not only her music, but every photo shoot, every lyric book, blah de blah 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 And he posts this tiny screenshot of a very complex Ooh. agreement. I need to have my husband look at it because my brain hurts. <laughs> well, it's like he was trying to prove that she could have bought her master's, but it just proves the same deal she had summarized in her post, which was that... Yes, she would get the rights to these, but only if she stayed on with Big Machine and produced music for mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. which is exactly what she said. But he's trying to be like, see, I did give her an option. And he says he gave her every chance in the world. Right. That was not every chance in the world. He <laughs> right. never, because he her lawyer, her yeah, her lawyer came out and was like, he never offered her to like write a check and to outright buy her master's or right. buy the label. Right. So there was always a, yeah. Uh, uh, whatever that word is. <laughs> like, was there, was that every chance in the world? Or was that just one chance in the world? Right. This is your one chance to own your master's and you have to sign a 10-year contract. Yeah, not only that, but she knew he was selling big machines. So she would be agreeing to a 10-year contract with someone she doesn't know yet, you yeah. know? Like, it's not like she's like, oh, I'm betraying Scott. She's like, Scott's going to walk away from this anyways, and I'll just be ended up in some person's hands, and I'll have this deal that I still have to follow through on. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that isn't a good deal, like, by any stretch of the imagination. No, especially, I'm, she's probably so grateful that she did walk away. Right. The scooter. I the mean, sooner. so Scott is still CEO. Mm-hmm. He's still, and he has a stake sharehold and Ithaca Holdings. So right. he's still CEO. He's still working under there. But his big man, the big man in charge is not Scott anymore. Mm-hmm. It's Scooter. And then he also brings up the Manchester <laughs> Benefit concert and the yeah. Pulse in March. Right. He's like... I don't know what she's talking about with Scooter. I don't know why mm-hmm. she feels bad about Scooter. He even did this. Yeah, Scooter invited her to participate in the Manchester concert. Quote, she didn't. And then he invited her to be a part of the Parkland protest. She didn't. And it's like, why are these relevant, Scott? Like, what are you mm. trying to do here? And mm-hmm. it's it's dirty and gross. And part of me thinks it's probably very smart that Taylor declined to go there. First mm-hmm. off, she gave she did a big donation for the march. She gave Ariana her private jet to fly <laughs> out there. Think of Taylor would have gone to those concerts or mm-hmm. gone to the march. Her name would have trumped everything. Yeah. So it was smart that she just kind of stepped out. Right. And if she had... Like, look at how you need to calm down. Everyone's like, why are you inserting yourself into this? You're just trying to get attention. Like, we know you're fake woke. And that would have been the story any way, any day she went. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, sort of gross to see him using these persuasive writing techniques to try and show that she's the bad person. But he's just reconfirming, like, what she said in different words that paint him as some sort of all-knowing like good person yeah it's very dirty and it's unfortunate because i think a lot of people trust him because they don't want to like taylor Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and i don't i hate saying that because it makes me seem like such a blind faith stan that it's like oh the world's out to get taylor but it is interesting to like read headlines and articles and everyone having an opinion on this moment and they kind of drown out Taylor's original voice to talk about these dudes who have their opinion on mm-hmm. it. Hmm. 
Don't very, like it. Very, very uh, classic. Yeah. That's going unfortunate. That's what, that's what happened in 2016, too. Yeah. And it's like, it's also weird that they're like making the parallel to 2016. Because obviously, there is a parallel in that it's summer and there's a lot of conversation about well, whether summer. Taylor can be trusted. But 2016 was about like petty mm-hmm. drama. Mm-hmm. It was stupid drama. Yeah. It was like high school. Right. And it's like, it's fair that it hurt Taylor's feelings. It's fair that she has opinions about that summer. But this is like a different issue. This is a very, this is about her career. It's about her, it's about her work. And like, and so it's unfortunate that we're like trying to say like, oh, here's some more petty drama that Taylor got herself into when it's really like. A serious issue that she's trying to discuss better. Yeah. And it's hard because, I mean, a lot of these things she hadn't even brought up beforehand. Mm -hmm. And she could have been petty and she could have brought up all this stuff. Right. Like, in the moment. Like, not that it was petty about, like, about um, Kanye Kanye, the Swift drama with Mm -hmm. the famous music video. But it's interesting for someone who they think she always plays a victim and she's always, like, trying to see how she can spin it for her, like her promotion like she never brought up any of that stuff when it was happening right. which she could have because mm-hmm. it was I would have mm-hmm. but she just kind of kept quiet about all this yeah. stuff and then finally she's just like I've had enough maybe she snapped yeah that <laughs> bitch snapped and I'm all there I'm for it I know I'm for it I know because you could tell that she felt like her hands were tied right because if she says something people just think she's being dramatic and now she's like you know what I don't care. Think that. But I'm going to say what I want to say. And I'm sick of being quiet and feeling like I have to toe the line of like a respectful artist to get you guys to like me. Like mm-hmm. she's over it. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm all here for it. I am too. I really am. But it's like she's sort of been proven right because Scooter immediately upon receiving these masters has made some plays. I know. And it's dirty. Like it's shady. Mm-hmm. So, like, she has the... I, the first one I saw was that he changed the, the capitalization of rep to yeah. a capital R. Yeah. Instead of a lowercase mm-hmm. R. Which is really weird, because we knew it was intentional for her to do the lowercase yeah. R. And then a lot of people are saying that they don't have their songs on iTunes anymore, and they have to rebuy them. Yeah. I don't have that issue. Well, so, the thing is that people... It's... If you... I, th- I don't know why it's only affecting some people, but... If you email iTunes about it, they say from time to times, from time to time, the iTunes store and our content providers update the items on the catalog to ensure the highest possible quality. The album you've reported has been modified and the older version is no longer available in the iTunes store. I'm sorry to inform you that we will not be able to make the album available to download as it is no longer available. So I think for some reason, it's just like if you never bought a physical copy and you just had the digital, Mm -hmm. now that it's updated they can remove it from your library and force you and give you the chance to buy the updated version and so I know there's some people who've been able to work around or haven't had it taken out of their library um but it's also shady because they've upped the price of every album Mm. and so now like the red um deluxe is going for like 28 dollars And, like, all of her other albums are, like, $20. And it's, like, they changed just enough that they would be able to qualify for, like, modifying the content. So, like, they changed Fearless from a country-labeled album to a pop album. And they changed I Knew You Were Trouble has a period on the original 
but now they took the period out. This is so weird. Like, the tiny little things, you're like, why? <laughs> right. Why did you do that? Yeah, and it's so people have to buy it again, and now he gets a cut of it, mm-hmm. you know? And that's not to say that we should stop streaming, like because, you said. Yeah, don't stop streaming. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's still her music and, and she's still benefits. What's also interesting is that iTunes is going away, too. Mm-hmm. So it's just this weird, like, conjumble of everything. Yeah, so it's like... He's doing some crazy stuff, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Um, I I feel like there's been some rumors now in the Swifty fandom where it's like, was I did something bad about about Scott about this deal? Not only that, but we also have Easter eggs and look what you made me yes. do. Yeah, and I kind of was thinking um, I was going through because because you and I have always had this point that so it goes is not about Joe, mm-hmm. and I was kind of thinking because so it goes is like. The end of something. Mm, the death mm-hmm. of something. And then you have, like, ready for it to so it goes. And so it kind of made me look at those whole things, like, in a different oh, yeah. light. Mm-hmm. So first off, we have, like, Taylor saying that she wanted to record Reputation and get out of the way so she can start right. writing real songs. I'm like, real songs? She knew her contract was ending, so she was like, I'm just going to get this album out and the real stuff that I want to write. Because it seems like she is addressing stuff right. in the past. Like, she's just not... Like, oh, reputation, like, address everything from, like, all that drama, I'm going to go forward. Like, right. she's, she's addressing stuff, like, snakes and stones. So it's very interesting she's doing that. But one thing is we have, like, kind of, I was looking at the tracks one, two, I think seven. Mm-hmm. I've, like, like, ready for it to so it goes oh, yeah. in, like, a different light. So I kind of was, and it was just funny. I was like, oh, it's more like her negotiations oh, with, yeah. with, like, Big Machine and Scott. Because, like, to Scott, she's like, are you ready for it? All of these negotiations yeah. are going to go on. And then to uh, Universal, you and me would make a big conversation. <laughs> because everyone was like, Joe, how is that going to make a big conversation? Right. So it's like, oh, oh yeah. like, I got a big reputation. You got a big reputation. Right. We're going to make a big conversation. And then um, Big Machine, don't throw away something good. You're doing something bad. Because she <laughs> says, he says, don't throw away right. something good. And then to Taylor... It feels so good. Don't blame me. Big Machine made me crazy. Look what you made me do. Yeah. I was yours to keep. I was yours to lose. I I necessarily don't really think that. I just thought that was funny. I just kind of, I made it fit the narrative. Right. I pulled all these things. I was like, I'm yours to keep and I'm yours to lose. That right there. Right. And then you have all these Easter eggs in Look What You Made Me Do. Like, she's literally, like, picking up two huge bicycles. Which we never understood, like, what that was about. Two big machines. Yeah. She's yeah, up. She's like, she's I'm holding car- him up. I'm, I was carrying you up. <laughs> yeah. I'm the reason why. And that's why. when all the money's falling out of her pockets yep. and stuff because yep. she'd robbed the mm-hmm. streaming. Like, yep. it's like, you're welcome. And then she's in a cage <laughs> on, a, on a desk writing. Yeah. And so people are like, oh, she was caged in by a big machine. And then she's also standing on the tower right. of all the old Taylor Swifts that are like being like right. thrown to the wind and just yeah. fighting each other and trying to claw their way up. So you're just kind of thinking and she said, she's like, you know, there's going to be easter eggs that come out That's that true. you're like, oh my god, we didn't even happen? know. Yeah. I didn't even know. She did recently mention the look what you made me do music yeah. video, right? She did. She said there were mm. easter eggs in that too. Interesting. Cuz I saw the one too obviously about the plane where she's stand the real Taylor's standing on the wing and she's looking out over the old Taylor's mm-hmm. and everyone was like, what does this mean? Like, she's going to finally be her real self. And so maybe it's more that she's, like, saying goodbye or she's, like, addressing the fact that this is, like, 
the era that's over and she's gonna take off to a new one you mm-hmm. know she's finally gonna have her own wings to yeah. carry her own herself yeah. on she's gonna own herself yeah like this is this is the vision that big machine wanted me to put out right i'm gonna put a vision i really want to put out i know it's very interesting and it's sort of like it'll be interesting to hear the rest of lover and see what happens because she says like oh it's a healthier option and i think that is mostly addressing the fact that it's all hers she feels so like connected to it responsible for it and grateful that it's like she owns the masters this is her first album but it'll also be interesting it's her longest one um what will she be able to talk about that she wasn't able to talk about on big machine like what will it address like cruel summer is that gonna be a love song or is it just gonna be about these serious things that she's been Mm -hmm. holding in for so long really crappy summers yeah like (laughs) yeah girl i know like what's going on yeah but it's sort of like there was some crazy rumors out there. One, that she would re-record her, all her stuff, which I don't think she'll yeah. do. JoJo did that. But JoJo yeah. only had like two albums out when oh, she right. did it. And Taylor would just be crucified if she was like... Oh, that yeah. would be seen as greedy yeah. and petty. Although and... all Swifties everywhere would support her. <laughs> yeah. And then a lot of people are also thinking that... Um... Oh my gosh, I had this thought. Oh, a lot of people are thinking that, oh, she can't play her songs on concerts. What are we going to do? She can. (laughs) She totally can. In fact, she, a lawyer was asked about this whole situation and he was like, yeah, she could actually make it very hard for Scooter to benefit because she still owns the publishing rights. And so, yes, he could say like, oh, I want to put this in this. I want to put this in this movie, this commercial. And she still gets a say. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. know the breakdown of that or the logistics. But it's not like she's removed from control. Yeah. And right now, she's already making it hard for him because she's drawing attention to it in a way that wouldn't if she'd just been quiet. Well, yeah. And uh, Perez, I think Perez or Lauren Lipplin, I don't know. They were saying they wouldn't be surprised if he throws some kind of publicity move and like sells her some of her masters. Mm-hmm. Like maybe all of her to singles or something, or something to save face. Or maybe even just spin it so people are like, see, see, he, he's good. He was just going to like... I don't know what's going on. I know. So, I mean, Taylor hasn't said anything since. Scooter hasn't said anything since. I don't think she will. Yeah. Because she's kind of been like that. Like, even after the whole, like, Kimye stuff, she kind of said what she said and then backed away. Mm Mm-hmm. She says her piece and gets out of there. (laughs) Peace out. (laughs) But, I mean, it's just too bad because people are like, obviously she was upset by this. Did this ruin her her month and does ruin her excitement like she has the concert coming up she is she gonna do secret sessions like all these sort of questions do you know what today is guys fourth of july yes and where does taylor usually spend well where have we seen her most of fourth of july's rhode island and what's her favorite vacation spot rhode island is something gonna happen today I don't know. Maybe something would have, but maybe now she's just, like, not into it. I was, I was wondering, like, oh, is she going to buy Swifties? I was like, oh, I to Rhode Island for 4th of July because her saying Rhode Island was her favorite vacation spot was I so know. weird. So I just hope that doesn't ruin it. I know. And then we do have some tea. <laughs> yeah. Because I think this falls oh, yeah. really well into our tea time. Yeah, I know. Even with this drama, we still have to get mad about other stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, so yeah. she announced that she'd be performing at Amazon Prime Day, which is a July 10th concert, which is this private concert that people have been entering contests for. Um, so it turns out it will be streamed, so it's not like private in the sense of 
no one will know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But it does mean you get to be there, and it's like a very small, intimate event. And it's not just Taylor. Right. It's, it's just a full it's concert. Like two or, I sorry, like three other artists will be there, like Dua Lipe and two other artists I don't remember yeah. off the top of my head. Yeah. And so it sounds fun. Oh, we yeah. get to watch it, so mm-hmm. we're happy. But, um,. I guess some Swifties have been finding out that they won, or they've been finding out that they just got invited randomly. Yeah. And since it's a New York event, it happens to be a lot of New York fans who were also at the Reputation album release, and who have been to other events. Like the 1989. So it's a lot of repeat wins, which we know stirs people up. If you were in New York, you would probably be going to this. I know, don't even talk to oh. me about it. I mean, I didn't really enter, but I guess I would have entered more if there was actually a chance for me. So, it's interesting because you had to put, like, your zip code in it. What if people just, everyone who p- would have put their zip code was in New York? Oh, yeah. I should have <laughs> And they're that. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and also I think it's interesting because it hasn't been announced that they'd meet Taylor, has it? It hasn't been announced, no. So everyone's just automatically assuming this is sort of like like a live stream or something where she'll say hi to everyone after. And like, chances are, I guess she will. But this isn't a Taylor Swift event, you know? Amazon event. Yeah, and there's other artists and other fans there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's not a secret session or like one of those concerts she's done before. Um, I'm thinking maybe people are hoping, kind of like Wango Tango, that someone gets to meet her. Right. So there was this girl, I think her name's Lexi, I'm not too sure, she has sar- sarcoma, and she won this bit, th- some tickets, and it was kind of a huge thing, you know, um, like one person won, I'm kind of wondering, like, right. will she get to meet yeah. Taylor, like, will someone be lucky right. enough to do it? A lot of people are thinking she's going to, like, maybe sing a new song that yeah. isn't released, because Lover's coming out the 23rd. Yeah. August, you guys. I know. It's coming out super soon. I know. I'm so excited. We'll have lots of stuff to talk about. Hopefully we'll get a new single before July 10th. I'd like to hear the song before it's played, if that's the case. I know. It'll be interesting. I kind of, I don't feel like she would, but maybe. But she did say something. I believe it was on Friday last week. She was doing the peace signs, and she said um, something about it's, a calm Friday. Oh, yeah. And I was like, ooh, That's the great. calm before the storm. And then yeah. you have, like, Ed Sheeran who said, like, after the storm on the 4th of July. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then yeah. we do have a Thursday night, which is usually Thursday night, right. Fridays, when a song comes out. So maybe we'll have a cruel summer oh. tonight, maybe. I don't know. I'm just thinking, World's like... not ready. Like, would... <laughs> how... If she plays a new song, we have a week for her to drop it. Right. Because I don't think she's just going to, like... Just be like, hey, guys. This is a new song. It's been done before by other artists. I will feel kind of gypped if that's how she does it. Because <laughs> it's like, there's that experience, like, you have. You said right. it's like a religious experience. I like listening to a song with your headphones for the first time. Mm-hmm. And if you're watching it, streaming it, and she yeah. sings it, it's like, what? But it would be a good power move for promotion-wise. Yeah. I know. I know. It'll be interesting to see, and, and we'll get to watch. So, yeah. I mean, I kind of feel like people are overreacting, and they're like, how dare you meet Taylor again? This is so unfair. Because I'm not sure if Taylor Nation has even reached out to people. I've heard rumors that they oh, really? have. Oh, okay. But I haven't really seen... I've seen screenshots. I've never... I haven't seen... And maybe you have who the email's from. 
Right. But someone had said, oh, Taylor Nation did invite me. Oh, okay. But yeah, we we'll see. We have trolls. I know. We also have people who are like, oh my gosh, I, I heard her new single, DM me. We don't know. People are just doing it for attention. Yeah. I know. Swifties are a, an interesting breed, you we know? We are. Yeah. Aren't we? We are. But <laughs> until next time. I'm Shelby. And I'm Ashley. And Taylor, we, we stand, stand with, with you. you.